Welcome to Define You Radio, the place to be for real talk and real tips to help you define your personal and professional life. Class is in session with your host, the Southern Belle of Bold, Valencia Griffin Wallace. Pens and papers ready. Class is now in session. Welcome to Define You Radio. Class is in session. I am your host, Valencia Griffin Wallace, and I am joined by my fabulous queens, Queen LaVon and Queen Shannon. If y'all ladies want to go ahead and say hey. Hello. Hello. Yeah, I've been giving them a hard time because, yeah, I think I'm pretty much going through um, pre-menopause, perimenopause. But if you want to hear more about that, make sure you stay up with us in 2020. It's one of those kind of discussions we're going to do next year. So as we get closer to the end of the year, I'm excited for everything that 2020 is going to bring. What about y'all? Yes, ready. absolutely, absolutely. So at the so, have you reflected on 2019? Because it's always good to do a 20, yeah, not a 2019, but you know, what I'm saying like an end of the year reflection. Yeah, it is. I've actually done a, a full decade reflection because mm. we're going into a new decade. Yeah. So I've just actually reflected on the past decade here and just, you know, all of the stuff we wrote down from when Queen LeVon had us doing the twenty uh, the 2010 um, exercise that we were doing and going through the years. And I look back on a lot of that and just, just done some reflection in this past 10 years, you know, to see where I've grown. I can't yeah. wait to uh, get into that. Queen LaVon, if you don't mind sharing that activity that you had us do, in case the audience, you know, listens to this show in enough time to be able to do a, you know, a decade reflection. Yes, it, I, I'm, I, yes, it, that was a, that was a deep one. <laughs> it was college <laughs> intensive. And what we did, we actually took 10 consecutive days and each day represented a different year of this decade, starting with 2010, and we worked our way all the way down to 2019 up until that point, um, and actually looked at what we experienced during those years, the highs, the lows, um, and I challenged um, everyone that participated to not only just think about what the highs and lows were, but to actually what their feelings were emotionally, where were they mentally and um, physically and spiritually, just to encompass the whole spectrum of you in that year, just how you embodied that year. Um, because my belief is that if we can do that, we will find traces to the success that we can have in 2020 because we can't go into the a new decade repeating things that we've done in this decade. Mm. Hashtag amen. I know um, one of the interesting things when I, when we were doing that, and I think if I remember correctly, I said, like, I only could remember the tragedies, True. like, um, which I don't know if it's good or bad, but. I don't want to say it's bad because if you remember 
your mistakes, you most likely won't repeat them. True. But I look at, you know, let's say if, if I started at 2010, 2010 was really probably when I started to walk into freedom. Mm-hmm. Um, but that freedom came with sacrifice. So it was kind of like a closing the door on one chapter of my life uh, because it was unhealthy to opening uh-huh. a new door, which was a healthier door, but it was scary. Mm-hmm. And it just, it seems like that's like the, that kind of really sums up the whole 2010s period is closing doors with good reason and opening doors, but still doing it with some caution. What are your mm. thoughts, um, Queen Levon? Exactly. Two things that you said was that was, I think, awake eye-opening for all of us was that when we look back through those years, it is, it's easier to remember the bad things a lot of times um, because those kind of set the pace for our mood, our emotions, you know, it it kind of changed, it shifts everything. You know, if you're in a bad mood, it can shift everything. When a bad experience happens, it can shift everything. But exactly like you said, by doing that, we could we learn lessons and we got glimpses into how we could handle um, some of the successes that were in store for us. But I would say more than anything from the 10-day um, intensive, what it taught us was that we were kind of, a, you know, kind of wild or surprised how much we couldn't remember because I think we all had years where it's like I literally could not remember anything in that year, and it could have been because of something that had happened back the previous year, carried over and kind of put that cloud, you know, over us that we just didn't notice any of the good that was happening or we just kind of walked in a fog, but I think now doing it, now having this time of reflection, as you said in the beginning, this is a great time of year to have that time of reflection because sometimes when you're on the other end, other side of it, you can look at it more objectively and be like, wow, you know, look how I've grown, look what I've overcome, look what I endured, look what I survived. Mm. Uh-huh. Hashtag amen. I think um, – it's the growing, it's not the growing, it's the pain in the growing that a yeah. lot of times, like, um, it, the years I can't, like, really remember anything spectacular, good or bad, one way or another happening, it's kind of like when you're going through a growth spurt and you don't realize till you're already grown. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah, saying? So. Exactly. Uh-huh. Um, so it's easy to remember the the pain of growing because that hurts. But you know, like a growth spurt. You know, like how you look at your kids and it just seemed like overnight they shot up two inches or their voice changed or whatever. But we don't remember, you know, when they're going, when they're actually growing, when they start eating a whole lot. Mm-hmm. I've learned that the yep. growing pain of a grocery bill. But 
and um, you just look up and it's like, wait a minute, now we're eye to eye. And then next thing you know, they're taller than you, and then they're dating and trying to take some girl to prom in your car. Well, here she go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Queen, Queen Shannon, your uh, 2010. <laughs> I'm not going to start. Well, <laughs> um, I think for me, I, I want to choose to look at it a little different than to say that I remembered the bad pieces. Um, as human beings, I think we we remember things through whether they were peaks, pits, or transition. Yes. And, yeah, we remember the peaks, the things that were high. We remember those. We will remember those pits as well. But I think for me, like Queen LeVon said, like, I know I could not remember, still cannot honestly tell you what happened the year of 2014. Wow. And I think what what I believe to be happened in that era between 2000 and honestly between 2012 and 2015, I was actually in a huge transition. Mm. Um, and, and during that transition, there were some things in, right after 2012, because the end of 2012 is where everything started changing for me. So I remember the, you know, it all kind of spilled over into 2013 and then, that just seemed to carry until about 2015. Like there was no, no, no separation in what was happening. It was all connected to this one event, to this one transitional event in 2012. And, and so, and, and thinking about it that way, I'm not going to say necessarily there were bad things. These were just transitional pieces. These were things that took me from one place and one state of mind of who I thought I was and believed I was to a whole nother aspect of me blossoming and a whole different journey starting at that point. Um, but I mean, as I reflect back um, and I, when I actually stopped and like I said, I went back to my notes on some of that and, and looked at it. I actually, um, and I'm sure y'all noticed, I had even just walked away, so to speak from social media so much. Like I mm-hmm. just needed I, I needed to get away from almost everything and everybody for a while. And it wasn't, oh, I just felt like I was going to be, it, it wasn't that. It was more of a, um, it was more of a spiritual introspection kind of thing. And, and those things were kind of, would have interfered with what I was dealing with spiritually. Because spiritually I, I was, you know, we look at the natural growth, but sometimes you got to go real, real deep, and, and the spiritual growth, you can see some of the little surface stuff, but go deeper than that, and you can begin to, to peel back the layers of all that you were and all that you never thought you would have been to see where, where you are and to actually live in a mode of thanksgiving, a mode of, of, of understanding, a mode of desiring further growth. And so that's kind of, you know, what, what it's taken me through to why I'm prepared, I, I'm not going to say I'm fully prepared, but I, I believe on some degree I'm prepared for this next phase in this next decade. It's helping usher me into that decade a little bit better and a little more prepared for the, for the next level of growth, for the next level of development that's coming for me. Mm. Queen Shannon, I had a question because you said something interesting, you know, that from that 2012 to 2015 period, you know, you felt like mm. it was, transitioning time for you mm-hmm. in that 20, 
14 was like a year that, you know, you still now are having a hard time remember. Do you feel as if when you were going through maybe that 2014 year, you were more on autopilot, like just going through the motions of everyday life while at the same time trying to search why, you know, you were in that transition phase? Or understand I believe it. that is very well. Yeah, I believe that's very well what's happening. Like, I think we do that a lot. We mm-hmm. we go through just, just, like you said, just floating by, you know, just, it's, we just, it's almost like I'm in limbo. I was in limbo out there. Like, I didn't know what was going on. I'm just, you know, on the surface, this is what it is. You know, I'm working, I'm taking care of my son. I'm doing all the things that on the natural level of what everybody should see and it should be, that's what it was. Wow. But as far as, as, uh, uh, as, um, actually doing anything and actually making meaningful that there was there was just nothing I was just I was I was just there I was just there I mean of course I know I was there because I'm still here hmm. but I, I don't I can't tell you I cannot tell you wow. anything at this moment that I that that happened in that year that I would say oh yeah that I, that did happen 2014 there's nothing I can remember about that year nothing wow. I think um, autopilot is like a survival mechanism. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like the things you Uh can't remember. Um, Even like functioning when you're sick is something, Uh um, you know, that your your body remembers or your mind remembers, that unconscious part of you that don't really need the conscious part. If that makes sense. Uh-huh. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you think about like what you can't remember, it's because, you know, maybe you had to kind of let your unconscious self take over so your conscious self uh-huh. could survive what what just happened or prepare you for what's next. Uh-huh. You know, kind of like in between the contractions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't remember what's like, yeah. on in between the contractions, but you remember the contraction. <laughs> oh, yeah. You uh-huh. know? Queen Levine. Oh, I totally agree. Um, I, and I think, as you were saying, you know, we don't remember that. We remember the, that, like you said, the, constra- the contractions, but sometimes it's that period in between when we actually was at a period of rest and which still, you know, agrees with what Queen Shannon said, as we're transitioning, you know, for our bodies is transitioning and preparing to have this baby is transitioning to another stage or another um, level of the birthing process. But, and I also think it's a way for our bodies to, it's like a um, coping mechanism for us also. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. so our body is like, I'm not going to fully absorb all this pain and everything that's going around. I'm, it's like I'm just going to get from point A to point B. And I, we just begin to move in that autopilot way where we're just moving from point A to point B. Because we heard Queen Shannon said she was still going to work. She was taking care of her son. She was doing everything that she almost was like programmed to do, what we know we're supposed to be doing. But uh-huh. I think that's part of, but that's also the place sometimes where we get lost in our self-care because we're so busy trying to survive and to cope that we don't always want to feel and to experience, if that makes sense. Mm. Uh-huh. We want to escape reality. 
Yeah. Yeah. That's why I think it's a good idea um to keep a to keep a diary or some sort of journal even if you just write in it once a month. Mhm. So that way when those missing years so to speak happen, you can go back and find, you know, a journal from that year and say, okay, this mm-hmm. make this what I was going through or dealing with, or this is something important that happened that year. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll, I always think like, even when, when you pass on and it's kind of like, I'm kind of going left, but not really. My son knows me, but you know, when he have kids, you know, they're going to know me and, you know, I plan on being around a couple of generations, mm-hmm. but it's still certain things that they're not going to know about me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I think when I think about the last, you know, my the 2010s, um, and especially as we get ready to transition into a new decade, what legacy am I leaving? You know, ashes to ashes, dust to dust. What what am I leaving that's gonna last longer than me? How how will my grandkids and great grandkids and so on and so forth know I was here? I think about, you know, not just that, like even with not buying Christmas gifts but actually buying stock. You know, mm-hmm. when my uh-huh. parents left me nothing. I wanna give my son and even his kids kids some sort of head start that's the kind of stuff that's been weighing on me as we get ready to go into 2020 my legacy like the 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 legacy from my grandmother or what i have from my grandmother is her class ring in a jury box Uh that she gave me that's it Mm-hmm. Um, the most I learned about her was when she was on her deathbed. Like, I got to make sure that along with that ring and jury box comes a story. What can I do about the people that are, that's already left? So my focus, um, and of course, we'll get into that next show. And of course, we want you guys to think about that as well. So I won't even say what my focus is. You'll just have to listen to the next show to find out what my focus is for the next 10 years. But as as 2019, the, the 2010s, whatever you want to call them, closes, that's what has been weighing on me. It's like, has everything I've been through been for nothing? Because who's going to know the tales of victory or what I'm leaving you know what I'm saying? Like, what's my mm-hmm. what's my legacy? Yeah, that that's kind of like the the question that I always had. Some nice wigs. <laughs> Lord, that is a legacy there. <laughs> the bomb dot com. You know, yeah. um, that I have enough makeup to be a makeup artist. Amen. So, Queen Shannon, as the twenty tens. A decade. Can you really call it a decade? Because truly, it's only nine years. I've always wondered that. Because twenty ten well, through twenty nineteen. Go ahead. Well, going twenty twenty will make it a new decade. 
Okay, so it's it's more like it's a new decade, but then you're not getting ten years; you only get nine. No, because you count twenty. Oh, you count twenty. You have to count. Yeah, yeah. inclusive. Yeah, right. I'm gonna edit that part out. Everybody don't need to know. I was trying to, I was trying to exclude a whole year. Yes, I have, I'm serious. Yeah, you have to count the actual 2010. You have to count that one too. That's why I have not posted nothing having to do with like a decade and stuff like that. Because I'm thinking everybody is high. You know, maybe it's an opioid crisis, but I'm like. It hadn't been oh, 10 years. I'm serious. Then I've been watching like a lot of live PD on YouTube. You know, like it just didn't make sense. I'm mm-hmm. like, that's not even 10 damn years. <laughs> you know, but I hear my grandmother, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything. So I didn't say anything. I was just like, everybody's dumb and I'm smart. <laughs> Lord. <laughs> Makes sense. That would be the, the easiest thought process. It, it it was much easier than me to think, Valencia, you count the actual year with the zero. Yes, it's, it's inclusive. Uh-huh. <laughs> Don't act like y'all always knew that, okay? <sighs> I have. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, it's a decade. Everything with the one, all of them go together, including the ten. The point of the story is, Queen LaVon, as we close out 2019, <laughs> as you reflect on the on the 2010s, I'm going to continue to say the 2010s. Yeah, I like that, the 2010s. I know, that's, uh-huh. that's cute. I'm going to start saying that. Um, as you reflect on the, the 2010s, like, what did you, what did you learn? What, what is like that? thing that's really kind of encompasses the whole 10 years right now you know what I'm saying like what's the question you have leaving out of this decade since officially it's a decade now <laughs> oh wow that's a loaded question because <laughs> this year this decade has truly been one of growth and learning um but if I had to sum it up into one thing that would be my greatest um, revelation or my greatest experience, um, I would have to say, I want to say God, the importance of how much God trusts me, but I think that is so broad. If I had to sum it up, I would say I learned how strong I really am. So now do you find yourself asking that question why yeah yeah okay. because that's more where i have been now i would say in yeah. especially the month of december yeah. um it has really been a lot of why because things that you know now you can look back at it and i'm like god i can't believe you know i was at a low place there and i had so many low places and low times and experiences throughout the 2010s that i I questioned myself then, why, you know, why are you here? Why are you crying? Why is this bothering you? You know, I thought you were stronger than this. 
Mm. But now I'm asking myself, it's like, you know, why was I beating myself up? Why wasn't I allowing myself to cry? Why wasn't I allowing myself to Mm. heal? Why did I wait so long to get the revelation that you know that God is really trusting you with this vision and with the purpose that he's given you, and you're strong enough to handle it? He wouldn't have given it to you if you wasn't. So now I'm questioning myself, like, why did you waste so much time? Mm. You know, why? why did he have to take you the long way? Um, so now when you're on the other end of realizing my strength and knowing where my strength and my help comes from, I am, you know, asking that, like, why? And understanding that, you know, I can't repeat that. That's why I say it's such a learning experience taking this time of reflection because now it's like, you know, the next time I, I, I won't, you know, I can't allow myself to have this pity party. I can't allow myself mm-hmm. to sink this low because I have to understand that if I'm in this specific season and this time, then there's a lesson to be learned and there's something to be gained from it and that I have to, you know, in a lack lack of better words, man up, you know, or fix my crown and just understand that there is strength in me to endure it and to get to the other side of it. Mm. You put that so eloquently. <laughs> so so eloquent. And but great <laughs> questions. Um mm. last night on our way back from Walmart and this is gonna be one of the many things Throughout the next couple of shows of Define You Radio that I'm going to blame on pre-slash-peri menopause because I don't understand the difference yet. (laughs) So on our way back from Walmart last night, I I told Craig, I was like, um, I don't understand, like, why me? And, um... And then, of course, when my husband don't know what I'm talking about, he just says nothing. (laughs) But I was like, I think of people who live, you know, have like the same tragic past as mine or grew up Mm -hmm. the same. Or I thought about even my parents. Like I grew up harder than them. You know what I'm saying? But yet and still, my mom turned, turned, both of them ended up turning to drugs. And I'm like, how like why me how did i end up this strong how did you know you know how you you ever Mm -hmm. wonder like if you go through something much worse than somebody else or maybe the exact same thing or like y'all grew up in the same house like i look at me and my baby sister and we're like night and day and i look at a lot of people i i know or knew or people that i meet that basically you know, motherless child could have been their story, and yet and still they ended up this way. And so, and I think that's something that always bothered me. And it's not like I was like especially strong or, or driven or had goals for my life, because that's what Craig tried to say. And I was like, no. I seriously started crying, and I feel sorry for my husband when I have those random moments. Mm-hmm. But I do need a shirt. They say blame it on the pre slash Perry. <laughs> That's it. But Queen Levon, what you oh, was about to say? Well, I was going to say, Queen, <laughs> listening to you, um, Queen Val, something that you said, you know, you're looking at and wondering, like, why almost, it's sort of almost like survivor's remorse. 
you hear Ooh, where, you know, uh-huh. you hear these plane crash and one person survive or even people that's in the military, you know, I've heard um, stories where, you know, a peop- other, you know, maybe one of their, um, co- I don't know, you don't call them coworkers, but one of, you know, someone gets hurt and then you, yeah, buddy. yeah they're, but you, and uh-huh. you wonder like, why me? What happened? You know, I was doing that exact same thing. I was in the exact same spot. You know, why did I pass over it? Why did I make it? Um, and so it is like a form of um, survivor's remorse because you're trying to think, I, why did I not end up in a different situation or a different outcome or like my parents? You know, why did I not fall into that same thing? But I think it goes back still to the strength of what's inside of you. You know, those things that we go through were meant to shape us. And most of the times you look at situations where people have grown up and, you know, whether it was domestic violence or, you know, drug addictions, wherever they had to deal with, that the survivors or the offspring, they either become like what they hated, you know, or what they grew up in, or they take strength from, somehow they find strength and find purpose to say, you know what, I am not going to be that. I won't be a statistic. I won't be, you know, following in those same footsteps. You know, you have to take it and embrace it. You see people start that. You see those people that start those nonprofits because they've done that. They've taken that survivor's remorse and said, how can I learn from it and help somebody else or to be better? So you look at it and that has Uh become your purpose. That's why you go so hard. That's why you're active with D.A.R.E. That's why you believe in helping women to, and helping women understand that, you know, their past doesn't define them, but it gives them definition because you took from that what you thought Uh you should have been, you've taken from it and found purpose out of it to help someone else to understand that you don't have to be be the definition of your circumstances, but allow your circumstances to give definition to who you are becoming and driving that purpose. Mm. Amen. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Could y'all hear my hum? I wasn't sure. Like sometimes stuff sounds real good. Okay. I want to make sure that, that hum, as we pass a collection plate around this camp, thinks us. I may have to rewind and listen to that part over and over. <laughs> um, <laughs> so uh, I would say as we close out the 2010s, my my two questions that I feel like will be answered in 20, the 2020s, and we're, we're, we'll get into that next show, but the two questions that that are ending this decade for me is, what legacy am I going to leave and what am I going to do with what I've been through? Queen Shannon. Um, I honestly don't know that I have two questions as I exit. Um, I'm actually, I guess if I had to say I had questions, my questions would be, uh, what's next? Mm-hmm. And not in a, not in a, you know, what's next? What's you got going on next? Mm, not, not in that sense. It's, it's more internally, more spiritually. What's next? Mm-hmm. Because when I reflected and I paid attention to a lot of it, I've 
noticed so much of what I was raised with, what I understood. It's 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 the foundation, and I've how much I've grown and built and restructured and tore down walls over here and built up and opened up windows here of who I am, and I'm excited to see what's next. Wow. Where else is this supposed to go? Because I don't believe I've reflected on the knowledge that I've acquired in that time frame. I don't believe that the knowledge I acquired is just to acquire it. Mm-hmm. There is a bigger purpose. So the the one thing I think is, well, what's next? So that will just be a question there. But then I do have just the one major ask of God, give me more of you. Because at the end of the day, I've realized, regardless to how any of this looks on this surface world, there's things that are happening spiritually that we have no ideas happening until they manifest naturally. Mm -hmm. And while we're waiting on that manifestation is where we usually get weary, is where we usually find all the other little insignificant Mm -hmm. things happening. But I believe and I feel within my spirit that there's a place that I can, I, I'm growing to, that I'm going to, that I'm headed. I need all that I can get of God in the next decade and continuously. And, of course, I know that that's not going to just, bam, just going to drop. It's, it's right. a process. It's going to happen. It might require some separations of this, 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 and this. Well, Because we're holding that. on. I mean, uh, separation it's not you. Not you, honey. I'll fight you. I'll fight you every day in the 2020s. But we're gonna we're gonna pick that one back up in in the next show. It's not you. I just had to. Oh, okay. You hear the bass in my voice through the cough drop. I don't care. I'm sorry. I forgot we were we were doing the show. Um, Queen Levon. As long as everybody can hear you threatening me. I don't know who that was. That was like an echo from the background. <laughs> Queen Levon, as you exit the 2010s, what um, what questions or what what things? You know what I'm saying? Like Queen Shannon summed it up her way. I summed it mm. up mine. How would you sum up? what you got from the 2010s, if that makes sense, that you need answered, so to speak, in the next Mm. decade, because you count the zero year. Yes. Queen Shannon hit the nail on the head, you know, is I, I want more, that is one of my things, my question is, you know, I want more of God. How, God, how can I have more of you? How can I increase my time with you? How can I be more available to you? You know, I don't want you to do anything um, in this season, you know, in this new decade, and I'm not in alignment, you know, so how do I get there? How can I ensure that I stay there? And one of, I would say one of the things that I've probably talked to God most about as he's given me um, some revelation as to moves to make in 2010 is, God, how do I remain humble? Because I don't want to ever get oh. to where I am out of alignment, where pride or, you know, showy. I don't ever want, I always want to mm-hmm. remain humble. 
to what he has given me, what he has taught me, and what he is blessing me with. So mm. if I had to sum it up, that would be my questions of what I want to carry into 2020. Mm. That's almost like a whole other show. So I guess mm. we'll pick that back up on the other show. <laughs> um, Lord. <laughs> with that, With that being said, you know, as you guys end out 2019, depending on when you're listening to this show, um, take the last 10 years of your life and evaluate the good, the bad, the ugly. Mm-hmm. Um, they say hindsight is 2020, so we're definitely getting into 2020, but you need to take time out to look at the hindsight part of that. Ooh, that uh-huh. was kind of good. Yes, I mean, it that was. On the shirt, <laughs> along with blame it on the Perry slash pre. With that being said, make sure you let us know maybe what you've learned from your decade reflection on Define You Radio's Facebook page and IG. You could also connect with the Queens uh, through those pages. Queen Shannon, you can find her at the Real Shadon. And LaVon Copeland. But, you know, if you go to the Define You Facebook or IG page, their links are always there and one of the things they're tagged in. Make sure you connect with them. Thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure you subscribe, connect, and leave a review. And remember, your past doesn't define you. It gives you definition. And what you do with that is up to you. Thanks for listening to Define You Radio. Make sure you connect with the show at www.defineuradio.com. Pens and papers down. Class dismissed.